This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rope Talk Wrestling Podcast. As you should know at this point, I'm your host, Key, and welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a couple days. So a very special welcome to our new listeners. I'm so glad you guys stopped by. I am so excited to announce that my podcast is on Apple Podcasts. Apple users can download the app and search the Rope Talk Wrestling Podcast to download episodes and take the show with you wherever you go. This is, of course, a very huge deal, and I'm so excited for this new chapter of the Rope Talk. As always, we are online on Messy at www.messy.fm slash the Rope Talk Podcast and on Spotify. Search the Rope Talk Wrestling Podcast on Spotify and download the episodes and take the show everywhere you go. With that being said, thank you guys so incredibly much for listening every single week. As always, it means the world to me and it's greatly appreciated. We've got some great topics to discuss today, including Roman Reigns' cousin, Lance Anoa'i, making an appearance on Monday Night Raw last week, Sasha Banks possibly returning to the ring, and Dean Ambrose completely destroying WWE creative and Vince McMahon on a highly entertaining episode of Talk is Jericho. As always, tweet me any suggestions, comments, and questions to at WWETheManBecky. So, as you all know, you guys are listening to this probably on Friday. It is Super Showdown Day. If you're listening on Friday, it is Super Showdown Day. And I actually did post on Twitter that I would be making an episode for this week. So this is, of course, the episode. So even though it is Super Showdown Day, this episode is still going to come out just in time every Friday, as I say. So, just want to put that out there in case you guys didn't think I was making an episode for this week. But, alright, starting off with last week's Monday Night Raw episode, which, needless to say, shocked and surprised a lot of viewers. Roman Reigns' cousin, his biological cousin, not storyline cousin or anything, his cousin, Lance Anoa'i, which I completely apologize if I'm butchering his last name, (laughs) made an in-ring appearance. Obviously, we hadn't seen him beforehand in WWE, so this definitely came out as a shocker to the live crowd, and especially to us people watching at home. So we already know that Shane McMahon has a storyline with Roman Reigns, with Roman being the babyface and Shane being the heel. If you think about it, though, it really seems like Shane is having storylines with quite a lot of people in the main male roster. You know, he has storylines with Elias, Drew McIntyre, as I mentioned, Roman Reigns, and even The Miz. So he's got around four people to have storylines with. So this is definitely a hectic ride for him. I can I can guess that it probably is. <laughs> but on Raw, Shane announced that he would be taking on, quote, a member of the Samoan family tree. And that's when they went to commercial break. So when the TV turned back on, Lance was already in the ring. 
So we didn't hear any theme music or anything like that, mainly because Lance doesn't work for WWE at the moment. He's signed with Major League Wrestling. This is where things get really different, though. Lance actually tweeted out, quote, that won't be the last time you will see me. So the underlying question here is, will we see him in any more matches, and is there a possibility that he might join WWE sometime in the future? Honestly, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but there is a helicopter. (laughs) Alright, well that helicopter literally flew over my home. Okay, continuing. I don't think I'm going to edit that out. That was kind of cool. Okay, continuing after I was so rudely interrupted by this helicopter. But the underlying question here is, will we see him in any more matches? And is there a possibility that he might join WWE sometime in the future? Now, honestly, it is a bit too early to make such a prediction. But if we're basing this on his tweet after his Raw appearance, it is definitely a possibility that we will see him back in the arena in the near future. As far as if he will sign to WWE, that's definitely a whole other story because we've only seen him on WWE TV once, and that was for an impromptu match that wasn't announced beforehand. Honestly though, I think that's the thing that really set the crowd on fire with the reactions, especially on Twitter and social media. And might I add that not many people knew who Lance Anuai was. Um, They only recognized him because they recognized his last name, being the same last name of Roman Reigns. And some people actually pointed out that Lance really looked almost exactly like Roman with his hairstyle and everything like that. So if you didn't know who Lance was, it's okay, I didn't really know him either, but I found out, of course, that he was Roman Reigns' cousin, so I just wanted to point that out, because not many people knew who Lance was up until he showed up on TV. So to wrap up this topic, I want to put out there that I really appreciated his appearance, because at this point, after Roman Reigns' leukemia story, He's definitely a fan favorite. He's known as such an inspirational and motivational figure upon so many WWE fans and even the whole WWE universe, right? So I hope WWE will continue inviting his extended family over to the arena and shows because Lance's appearance got a great crowd reaction for sure, especially through social media. Now, that out of the way, we're going to move on to a very popular topic right now, especially on social media, especially upon social media and Twitter. So, we're going to be talking about Sasha Banks. Jeez. Okay, Sasha has been trolling us on Twitter and Instagram for a long while now. And if you don't know what I mean by trolling, I mean she's basically teasing a return, like posting something that's kind of suspicious. Um, But then she's not returning, and then tweets something later on to confirm that she's not returning. So if you've seen her posts, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But she just has this way of making social media go insane by following that cycle. So she's been doing that for a few months now. I want to say about two months or so. Ever since she left, she was just doing that with her social media. It's like a cycle. Um, But, for example, actually, last week she posted to her Instagram story what seemed like a hotel room. So it was a selfie, and it looked like she was in a hotel room. And in the corner, there was a gym bag that clearly said the word wrestling on it. 
When I tell you that social media went crazy when they saw that, I'm not lying whatsoever. I wish you guys could have seen my Twitter feed those few days because seriously, everyone was going nuts over it. (laughs) Honestly though, I can totally understand why. Sasha's been gone for over a month, maybe even two months, and I personally never thought that I would miss her as much as I do now, but Raw just isn't the same without her. And I deeply believe that the Raw roster needs help. It just really seems like there aren't enough female wrestlers on that Raw roster that people actually look forward to seeing, you know, other than Becky, who's also in SmackDown. But when Sasha was on Raw, you could just tell that the crowd was starting to, in a way, kind of wake up and actually enjoy the show. And listen, I have no negativity to spread about the male wrestlers, but it's almost like WWE has turned Raw into the male-dominated night and SmackDown into the female night. Um, because females don't really get their highlight on Raw, if that makes sense. So, when we tune into Raw, we honestly don't expect, excuse me, to see many women on the show other than Becky and maybe a few other women. But really, other than Becky and Sasha when she was there, not many female wrestlers on that roster got that kind of reaction from the crowd. I mean, hopefully we can agree on that for the most part, especially the idea that Raw is the male-dominated night, and SmackDown is where the women get more of the matches and highlights. So when Sasha didn't start coming week after week after week, and she's still not here, it almost feels like Becky has to carry the weight of the female Raw roster and division. You know, as I said before, Sasha and Becky were really like the backbone of Raw, and without Sasha, it just doesn't feel the same. You're missing that spark, that little flame of excitement that only she can bring, and not even Becky can bring that kind of spark to the crowd. By the way, this is coming from both the Becky and Sasha fan. So when she posts these photos, like teasing a return to the ring, I can completely see why it drives social media insane, because we miss that spark that she would continuously bring every week. As for the question of if she will come back to WWE sometime soon, I really want to say yes, but she's been trolling us for a while now, so really she might not come back in the near future. That doesn't mean that she's not going to come back at all, because I strongly believe that she will be back sometime, but I don't think she'll be back like next week or something like that. However, it was recently announced, or should I say rumored, that she and Vince had a meeting about her coming back for SummerSlam. But you have to consider that SummerSlam is really around the corner. If they want to have her back for SummerSlam, which is, I believe, in about two months or so, they need to start rolling out an enticing and good storyline for her and get her back in the ring in the near future. If they don't, the only thing she would do at SummerSlam is probably either be backstage or provide support. Maybe they have her, you know, valet someone like Bailey. But honestly, I want to know your opinions. I want to know what you guys think about this. So tweet me at WWE the Man Becky. No spaces, no capitals, of course. And let me know your opinions on Sasha Banks coming back. Okay, so we got past Sasha Banks. Now, this final topic is definitely one that is very good to talk about because there's so many sides to this topic I'd say and you might agree with what I have to say or maybe even disagree but we're going to be talking about Dean Ambrose now known as John Moxley and how he literally destroyed WWE creative and Vince McMahon okay 
Obviously, you guys know that Dean isn't with WWE anymore, and he surprised a lot of us when he had a match at AEW Double or Nothing last week when he debuted as Jon Moxley. But flashback to before all of that happened, right? When he was still with WWE here. We got an inside scoop and literally all the details about WWE creative and how Vince McMahon works and treats his wrestlers in Chris Jericho's podcast, Talk is Jericho. Now, if you didn't listen to that episode of the podcast, you probably won't understand what I'm talking about here, so I would suggest to go ahead and listen to that one and then come back here. Um, But it's so well known at this point that Vince is a bit of an odd person, to say the least, right? But we all just thought that that was part of his storyline character and his personality, you know? But it is apparently not. Not at all. (laughs) Dean really had a lot to say on Talk is Jericho, and he really wasn't scared at all to let it out and say the truth. He took some blows to not only the creative team, but Vince also. He started off by saying that Vince really didn't take the scripts and storylines very seriously, and he repeatedly said that because of that, he was starting to hate what he once loved as a child, which was WWE wrestling. Dean actually told us that what really started pushing him to his limit and his breaking point was when Vince would entice him and tempt him to cut these promos where he was making Roman Reigns look bad. At that time, Roman just announced that he was battling leukemia, which is, of course, a form of cancer. That in itself is something that you should not make a joke out of. You'd literally be making a joke about a disease that kills so many people every single day. And it's extremely painful. Emotionally, physically, it's painful. So that's not right. That is morally not right. And Dean mentioned that he did not want to cut this promo. And, you know, he just, he kept mentioning in the podcast episode that he didn't want to cut that promo. He knew it was morally wrong, right? And, you know, Dean actually mentioned that he went to Vince's office for what he said was, quote, the hundredth time that day. And basically was like, are you kidding me? I'm not saying that. He's my friend and that's not right. And by the way, I completely commend him for saying that. I commend him for standing up to his boss, to the authority, for being a good person here. It's hard to stand up to, to your boss about that kind of stuff. You can literally get fired, right? But he also adds that Vince was like, Quote, no, it's just like you, it's you, it's who you are. And might I also add that Dean kept saying that Vince would be like, no, my God, it's it's such good S-H-I-T. I'm trying to keep this podcast not explicit, but Vince basically said it's such good S-H-I-T. So Vince really didn't care what was morally right and wrong here. He just cared about the storyline. He just cared about the crowd reaction. So I'm just going to leave that up to you to think about if that's a good or bad thing, but really, it's like, it's morally wrong. But, you know, basically, Vince was making it seem okay to cut that promo when it clearly wasn't. See, the problem here is that Vince is essentially forgetting what WWE is, which literally stands for World Wrestling Entertainment. He's got the entertainment part all right, but he's completely forgetting about the wrestling part. He's, he seems to be focusing on these crazy and, and stupid, as Dean described them, promos that he forgets about the actual wrestling bit of the business. And that's about the worst thing you could do as the boss of such a big and influential business. So, 
That was just one of the many things that Dean told us about Vince. Moving on from the topic of Vince, um, you know, we're going to talk about how Dean took some blows towards creative. As we all know, creative are the people that first make the outlines of the scripts, and then they send it up to Vince and Triple H, basically the authority. And if they think that looks okay, then the wrestlers get the final copy. So Dean mentions in the podcast that creative also didn't get the message, that their scripts and promos were absolutely bizarre. So here's what I mean by bizarre, okay? He actually recalled when they wanted him to wear a gas mask and, quote, hold a pooper scooper on live television. Not only is that extremely rude to Dean, but it's embarrassing. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people watch WWE live on TV, right? Like, that's a joke. Here's my take on it. You get the job at WWE. At that point, you love WWE. Your childhood dream is coming true. You wrestle here and there and cut some great promos and leave. And really, that's what you would expect if you got the job, right? So when WWE creative and Vince, who happens to be your boss, how convenient is that, make you cut terrible and really unfair and unnecessary promos, that's when you kind of start to slowly hate WWE, right? That's when you start to realize that what you dreamed of ever since you were so young isn't what you thought it would be. So in a way, what Vince and Creative have been making these superstars come to hate, they're making them come to hate what they once loved so so much. So these promos that they're making them cut is like slowly pushing these wrestlers to the breaking point where they don't want to do this anymore, right? They want to leave. And, you know, that's where everything starts to hurt a little bit. Nobody should ever be forced to cut a promo or say something that they don't want to say, something that they believe is morally wrong. Whatever it may be, it should, it should never happen. And I'm also going to add here that Dean Ambrose's real-life wife, Renee Young, who also works on WWE Commentary, she works there, of course. So this podcast episode most definitely made things a little bit weird for Renee because your husband just spilled all of that information about WWE. It's going to be a little bit odd. But, you know, Dean left for AEW. We already know that. So really what we have to ask each other is, how long is Renee going to be at WWE? You know, now that all of this information is out, do we think that Renee is going to support Dean and move on from that business that right now is seeming like a very unfair business. What is Renee going to do? What's her plan for the future? So really, there's a lot to think about here. And my prediction is that Renee is going to stay for some time. I'm not sure how long. I'm guessing a couple of years, right? And then she's going to say goodbye. She's going to leave from WWE. Because if what Dean said on this episode was true then there is a lot that WWE needs to work on. There's a lot that WWE needs to understand regarding promos and superstars. They need to understand that this is still television. This is still a huge business. This is still something that so many people watch and love. And you can't do that to your employees. You can't. Just because this is a huge business, just because, you know, this business might be different from others, you should never make someone cut promos like that. Never. 
you know? So I just want to let that simmer and sink in. And with that being said, let's wrap up this episode. In this episode of The Rope Talk, we discussed Lance Anoa'i making an in-ring appearance on Monday Night Raw last week, Sasha Banks and a possible return to the ring, and Dean Ambrose completely destroying WWE creative and Vince McMahon on Talk is Jericho. As always, tweet me any comments, questions, and suggestions to at WWETheManBecky. Like what you hear? Share this podcast. It is greatly appreciated. Also, just wanted to put that out there again. (laughs) The podcast is on Apple Podcasts, so go ahead and download the app and search the Rope Talk Wrestling Podcast to download episodes and take the show with you wherever you go. I would really appreciate it if you guys can leave a good five-star review you know, give me some suggestions. Talk to me. I want to read all of the reviews. So definitely put some good stuff on there. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. See you next